So maybe that's another advice of mine. You establish your reputation nyo because establishing a reputation gives you an edge in negotiating. And again, negotiation is not only about money. It's all about it's about your workload, it's about your project, it's about dealing with your resources if you're holding a project or managing a project. Hi everyone. Welcome to She Dare to Lead podcast. I'm your host, Jonah, and I'm on a mission to bring you stories of women, their success, struggles, and how they took the lead. Join us in today's episode as we talk about how to negotiate at work. This topic is relevant because all of us have to negotiate at some point in our lives. Mastering this skill will not only help us attain a win-win situation, but can also build our relationships, increase our productivity, and can also help in advancing our career. It's my pleasure to share a conversation with Ms. Irene Corpus, an internationally renowned cybersecurity professional. She has over 30 years of experience in IT operations, information security, governance, risk compliance, project management, and ISO audit. She is the co-founder of the Women in Cybersecurity in the Middle East and has spoken at several international conferences in Oman, Singapore, and in the United Kingdom. Irene has received several awards including Middle East Top 30 CISOs in 2017, Women in Cybersecurity, and is one of the 300 most influential Filipinos in the Gulf in 2020. I'm so excited to share her story! So let's get started. Welcome to another episode of She Dare to Lead podcast. It's my pleasure to welcome today's guest, Miss Irene Corpus. Ma'am Irene, welcome to the show. Welcome to the show, ni Jonathan Mondong. Good morning <laughs> to everyone. <laughs> How are you? She Dare to lead <laughs> Donna Jonah dares to lead good morning thank you so much ma'am Irene for joining us i know na busy po kayo or sobrang busy niyo po lagi and yet you've shared some time with us to discuss this topic which i believe is relevant kasi hindi siya yung tipong dinidiscuss or tinuturo sa school and yet at some point in our career na experience natin to and it's an honor for me na matutunan yun from you, ma'am. It's my honor. It's my pleasure to be with you today, Jonna. And thank you for the invitation. So, right. For my first question, um, could you share some background po kung paano po kayo nag-start? And how did you transition to what you are doing right now? Uh, saan nag-start? Kasi uh, 30 years and more na ako here or from the Philippines pa? <laughs> uh, okay lang po ba if you could share kung paano kayo nag-start sa career nyo in the Philippines and paano uh, okay. sa UAE? Oh, sige. Kasi ano, um, I started as an encoder. Nung time na, nung panahon ko, in demand yung mga encoding uh, job. So, a working student, full-time student, part-time um, encoder. And then, kaka part-time, part-time as encoder, may I chance upon a company who or, who hired me full-time. So even if I was not yet a graduate, maganda yun kasi 
kumbaga madaming graduate hindi nakakakuha ng trabaho but ako hindi pa ako graduate I was asked to join the company it's SGS it's a Swiss company uh, full time agad so I have to drop the full semester full scholar pa man din ako at that time but after that semester bumalik na ako ng ng studies and then um, cut the long story short Nag-graduate ako and I, I moved from one position to another as encoder until I left the company in 2007 as a IT operations manager na before I joined my husband here uh, sa UAE in 2007. And then from here naman, I experienced uh, what other kabayans experience when looking for a job. So, pero building to building, I have a lot of CVs with me. Iiwan mo lang sa reception, but at the same time, um, applying online. So, may mga, at that time, wala pang crisis din, 2007. Madali pang maghanap ng trabaho. So, let's just say that in two weeks, I already have a job, and it is a good-paying job. Although, of course, uh, Daddy Robert, so how the most of our friends and new community call him, na advice niya ako at the time, um, hindi madaling humanap ng, hindi ka madaling makakabalik sa IT. Kasi man's world pa noon at that, yung, ano, yung, yung IT. Pero ako naman, syempre, kapag uh, makikinig ka lang, pero when you get into interview, that's your ball game na eh. <laughs> Pati yung salary. Uh, nasabi niya, kung mataas yata yung hinihingi mo na yan, baka hindi mo makuha yan. O, okay, makikinig ka rin lang. Pagdating sa interview, it's your ball game. Pag nakuha mo yung gusto mo, edi, wow. Pagka hindi, well, it's part of the the, the process. Yun. And then, tuloy-tuloy na yan, uh, moving from one, uh, ang first job ko is in a private uh uh, higher education entity and then after a year I moved to a government entity that was in 2008 hanggang ngayon na nasa government ako and it's also a, a move from uh, dahil hindi ako nakapasok sa IT strategy muna pero I had a chance to be my own uh, a, a, a freelance consultant and then punta sa uh, IT and then yun tuloy-tuloy na until now Wow, sobrang amazing po nung naging journey nyo kasi nag-start po talaga kayo sa small beginnings and yet ngayon po sobrang dami nyo ng accomplishments. So thank you for sharing that, ma'am. Um, ngayon po, I'm curious if meron din po ba kayong uh, encounter na challenges along the way? Oo, isa sa mga common challenges natin, not only me but a lot of uh, Filipinos or kabayans here, is yung job security. Okay, so especially uh, I work in the government, alam sa as expats, uh, because of the emeritization, most of the senior positions are for the Emiratis, which is, yun yung, ano, yun yung vision ng, ng UAE, we cannot do anything about that. But of course, um, on the other side na lang yan, we are so grateful that we are given the opportunity to be part of the growth of the country. Uh, especially kapag kayo mga binibigay na project or tasks sa'yo are something that are really strategic in nature. Kumbaga, talagang aligned sa goals and uh, some national strategies, yung mga tipong UAE uh, uh, innovation strategy, UAE future foresight strategy. Uh, yung, yung, yung feeling of accomplishment um, is there. Uh, yung challenges doon, apart from the, the job security, 
is uh, siguro itong recent, itong nangyaring pandemic or COVID, lalong ano, lalong mas nakaka, nakaka-pressure to think na ang daming nawala ng trabaho, to, na nagbawasan ng sweldo, um, we are not excused from those situations. So um, it's not really a challenge in terms of yung, yung uh, trabaho mo per se, na hawak-hawak mo, but it's what is the impact of the situation around you or even around the world at this time. Um, other things siguro nung past is yung um, yung women I, I feel yung um, paano ba sasabihin yun without being without nakaka-offend sa iba uh, yung parang hindi equal ang treatment sa, sa babae yes po pero ngayon kasi ano na eh kumbaga equal na eh parang naipaglaban na natin yan pataas na lang Mm-hmm. Okay. Pero nung time na yun, ay, naram- naramdaman ko yun even minsan nasa, na- nasa London, eh, isa sa mga talagang experience ko na, nara- na sabi ko lang, may, bal- may naisipahiwatig itong mga lalaki na ito ah. Hindi inaway ko. <laughs> yun, yung ganun. It was, a, it was a, uh, an information security conference uh, which fortunately nanalo yung project na pinresent ko. So, may may merong lalaki diyan na sinasabi, "Come on, come on. Hi, congratulations. That was an, uh, uh, an awesome project, etc., etc." Biglang nagtawag na, "Ay, ali kayo. Pakinggan niyo to. Tingnan niyo, pakinggan niyo ko ano yung project ni Irene na ganito, ganyan, ganyan." But as they speak, parang nang iinsulto na. Ng ganon. So, sabi ko na lang, "Ah, oh, siguro hindi kayo busy, pero ako busy. Ha, may kakausapin ako." Ganon, yung mga ganong tipo. Pero may mga iba pa akong sinabi, syempre. Hindi ko naman sasabi dito. <laughs> Yun, yung mga ganon. You just know, I mean, you just know how to defend yourself. That is my my point. Uh, especially pag alam mong wala sila sa lugar. And especially po if male-dominated yung industry nyo talaga. Parang you know mm-hmm. how, you should know how to assert yourself din po eh. Yung hindi yung aggressive Oo. type, pero how to assert yourself. Yes, yes. I mean, you need to put yourself to where you believe you should be. And at the same time, you should only also know how to put them in where they should be, but in a, in an assertive way. I'm trying. <laughs> yes, po, ma'am. I'm trying, but not at all times. Ma'am, dun po sa mga challenges nyo along the way, parang nagamit niyo po ba yung negotiation skill nyo mm. para masolve yung mga challenges na yun? Yes, yes. Uh, actually, negotiation is not only about money. Huh? It's also, as uh, okay, first, when it comes to negotiation, I mentioned to you that at the, fir- at the time that I came here, nag-a-apply ako ng trabaho, pero parang ang taas nung hinihingi ko para sa sinasabi nila na range nga daw ng Pilipino. And I experienced that. Ito sa mga interview, pagdating na doon sa tanong na magkano yung ini-expect and when I mentioned kung magkano yung ini-expect ko, talagang nagulat yung ano, sabi, that's uh, too much for a Filipino. Pwede mo na sabihin sa akin, but that's above our budget. Huwag mo lang sabihin that's too much for a Filipino. Diba? Nakaka-insulto yun. O di, sabi ko na lang, oh, a Filipino doesn't deserve you. Yung ganun. Kapag ka nabigla kasi ako, nabib... <laughs> Pag nabigla ako, gano'n ako mag-ano'n. Sabi, ah, okay. Then a Filipino doesn't deserve you. Kako na lang na gano'n. And yun yung isa sa mga negotiations. Pangalawa is, so on that point, when you negotiate, 
you negotiate on something that you believe you deserve pagdating sa salary. Alam ko na marami tayong kabayan na pupunta dito and visit visa. And at one time, naka-receive ako from a reception ng salary. Sabi ko, sige, papasukin mo nga. Nung, uh, nung tinanong ko, what, what is your uh, expected salary? Nung binanggit niya sa akin, nagulat ako, sabi ko, ganyan ka baba ang tingin mo sa sarili mo? Sabi ko sa kanya, in short, yung, inter, yung ano na yon, sabi ko, kinoach ko pa siya. Sabi ko, this is how you should sell yourself, okay? Hindi porke naka-visit visa ka, mababa ang value mo. Okay, so I, I coached that um, that lady. I remember that. That was in 2012. So sabi niya, hindi po ba masyadong mataas yun? Sabi niya, kaya nga yun ang tanong ko sa'yo. Ang tingin mo ba, ganun, ganito ka kababa? <laughs> so yun yung isang sa negotiation. And second is on um, schedule. As a project manager, tatlo yung consider mo palagi yan. Yung scope ng project, yung timeline ng budget, and ng, ng project, a scope ng project, timeline ng project, and budget ng project. So, tanggabawa, change mo ang isa dyan, matatamaan ng quality. Kung, kung let's say, isang million ang budget mo, pero gusto nilang dagdagan, isang million pa rin ang budget. I mean, dagdagan ng scope, isang million pa rin ang budget, tatamaan ng quality mo dyan para mo nang tinipid. Diba? Pag sinabi mo naman na ito ang scope mo, ang dami-dami, pero ito pa rin ang timeline mo, magsasuffer ang quality. So negotiation will cover also that aspect. Yung objective mo at saka yung timeline mo. So you can ask na, no, can we extend the duration of the project? If you want to add the scope, you have to extend, upgrade the budget and extend yung timeline. Kung hindi man ma-extend ang timeline, magne-negotiate ako na dagdagan mo ang tao. We call this fast tracking. So it's all about, kasi the, the, your main objective is to deliver what is expected of you when it comes to project. So dapat, pag mahiningi silang kadagdagan, hindi pwedeng walang mababago in, in any of those three uh, other parameters. So yun yung isang negotiation doon. Pagdating naman din sa, sa, sa workload, I think uh, one of the things that my, my colleagues and my line manager learned about me is that I value the quality more than the volume. So pagka may nakaprioritize na na work at biglang pinatawag at biglang may sasabihin, uh, pwede bang gawin to? Pwede mo bang unahin ito? Alam na, maririnig ko na, okay, Irene, I know what's your next question. What should you put aside? You see, if you have established yung, yung integrity mo in your way of working, that you value your quality more than the quantity, ma, sila ang mag adjust na sa'yo. Sa ganun na nila ako nakilala eh. So hindi na nila ako so far, and I'm happy with that, nakilala nila ako na ganun ako magtrabaho. So hindi na sila rin basta-basta mag, magbabagsak ng trabaho na para lang, para kontrak na bubuhusan na lang ng bubuhusan ng kung ano-ano. So maybe that's another advice of mine. You establish your reputation nyo because establishing a reputation gives you an edge in negotiating. And again, negotiation is not only about money. It's all about it's about your workload, it's about your project, it's about dealing with your resources if you're holding a project or managing a project. 
Wow, isang question lang yun. Ang dami yun na nasabi, Ma'am Aileen. Ayun nga, sorry ah. Ang dami ko. Sige, sorry. I'll give the phone. Eh, mo ba? <laughs> Sobrang na-amaze po ako. Kasi connected na lahat. And i-share ko lang na yung one of my key takeaways talaga doon sa sinabi nyo is pag makipag-negotiate ka, dapat alam mo yung value mo. Mm, don't let them look at you as if you are desperate for something. Mm-mm. Yun siguro yung isang mahalaga doon. I mean, parang ang daling sabihin, di ba? But I know, I understand the situation. Again, I'm, I understand the situation ng mga pumupunta dito taking their chance na nakabisit visa. Ang hirap gawin nun eh. Ang hirap gawin nun talaga. Especially they came here for their families. Ang ano lang is makakuha lang muna ng trabaho, then that's good. Pero kasunod niyan, please, uh, if possible, If possible, uh, don't allow yourself to to be treated low compared to the others. Yun yung ano natin. Kilala tayo mga Pilipino, multitasking tayo. Pero um, huwag natin i-allow na bababaan yung paningin nila sa atin just because of that. You've mentioned po yung negotiation sa salary. Um, could you share a practical tip po for our listeners kung paano sila makikipag-negotiate ng salary? Oh, sige. Uh, kasi sa ano sa edad ko ah, talagang inadmit na may edad na eh. Kapag ka may um, I still go on interviews, okay? I am open for opportunities. Why not? Ah, uh, nagkakatalo lang palagi talaga sa sweldo. If someone asks me during the interview, what is my salary expectation? Binabalik ko, what is your budget? <laughs> kasi baka pwedeng hindi nila ako, hindi hindi ako pasok sa budget nila. Okay. So iba naman kung sila naman yung talagang looking for a job and that is a great opportunity for them that they really wanted to uh, land into. Uh, yung hingiin ninyo na salary, definitely huwag mababa sa current salary nyo. Dagdaga, dagdagan nyo. Pwede nyo dagdagan ng 30%. Para pagka bumaba, pag tumawad, siguro the least na madadagdag is 15. I-accept nyo hanggang 15% higher than than your salary. Of course, the bigger your salary, mas malaki yung 30% nun, no? Or mas malaki yung 15% pa rin nun, no? The other um, advice is for you to look at yung mga salary surveys. Maraming napapublish na salary surveys, eh. Tapos, um, of course, the, the most companies, nag-umpisa to nung 2008 crisis, eh. Nagiging dahilan na nila yung crisis. Hindi na natanggal yun mula nun. But before that, ang lakas ng, ng, ng negotiating power ng mga applicants. Pero nung nangyari yung 2008, parang naging hindi na nawala yung crisis kahit nakakabangon na. So ang advice ko doon is look at the salary surveys. Um, and one, huwag kayong bababas sa, sa salary nyo. Dapat mas mataas palagi. Pangalawa, kung meron mang tatawad sa inyo na same ang, ano, same ang salary, tingnan nyo yung benefits. Kasi, uh, um, look at it this way. You have your salary. Yung salary na pinag-usapan natin dito is basic transportation and housing or whatever. Ano na, no? Yan yung lump sum nyo, eh. Tapos, meron kayong airfare, kung meron kayong education, kung meron kayong housing. Add nyo lahat yon, Divide nyo ng 12. Idagdag nyo sa salary nyo. Dapat wag bababa doon ang asking nyo. Para kung pupunta man kayo sa another company and wala sila ng benefits na yon. Pero pasok dun sa salary mo na to, di ba? Tapos dagdagan mo pa ng 15 or 30. Pa- Ibig sabihin, nabawi mo yung maiiwanan mong benefits dito sa company na to. 
bihimong lilipat ka, sabihin natin ang sweldo is 10,000. Tapos meron kang education, meron kang housing, meron kang uh, uh, airfare. Pero sa kabila, 12,000 nga, pero wala ka namang housing, wala kang education, wala kang airfare. Mas mababa yun kung titignan mo. So you have to compute, add up everything, divide mo ng 12, dapat plus 15% at least, or 30%. Yun. Ano ka na doon? Pasok ka na sa target mo noon. Imagine mo, makuha mo, makita, makuha mo 12, tapos may airfare ka pa, may education ka pa, may housing ka pa. Wow, di ba? And nakita doon na kailangan din talaga prepared kay before ka makipag-negotiate. Oo, oo. Tapos, you look at the website nung, nag, nung nag-interview. Look at the website. Gano'n sila kalaki. Baka naman makita mo palang, alam mo nang hindi ka kayang bayaran. Yun. So kung gusto nyo pa rin is continue the, okay, attend the interview, pero wag na kayo mag-expect. Yan, wag na kayo mag-expect. Basta lang, at least meron pa yung experience ng interviews. Mama Irene, how about if small naman yung company? Could you give us some tips paano ka makikipag-negotiate? Okay, kung small ang company, again, before you say that they are a small company or before you accept their claim that they are a small company, you do prior research. Look at the company profile, the company uh, website. Tingnan nyo kung gano'ng kaliit or gano'ng kalaki talaga yung kanilang company. Ano na ang market reach nila. Or if you really prove na beginner sila or parang uh, uh, maliit pa talaga and they cannot afford to pay you the salary that you are asking for, then ask what is your opportunity for growth in terms of your career. Kasi kung maliit pa lang ang company and hinahire ka nila and you know that you are someone who can be a part of the growth of their, your company, of their company, then yun na yung negotiation. Doon mo ipasok ngayon sa negotiation, yung power mo that you will be someone who can help them grow this company. So if it, it may not be, nangingiti ka, it may not be in, <laughs> uh, in, in a form of salary, But maybe pag-usapan nyo, pwede bang in a form of shares? ba? Diba? Percentage sa revenue. If you watched yung, yung Korean novela na startup, meron yes, isa doon, photographer lang siya. Pero 1%, maraming siya ganun, 1%. Mm-mm. So ang tawag na namin doon sa lalaki yun, oh, si 1%. Kasi imagine mo yun, mag-ganun ka sa iba-ibang kumiyan, 1% lang. Ang revenue nila, 1% nun, malaking bagay sa yun. Hindi mo man siya nakukuha monthly as a form of salary, pero tingnan mo siya at the end of the year. Diba? Ibig sabihin, meron ka ngayon motivation for yourself, personally, na talagang tutulungan mo rin ang company to grow. Not only because you want your salary to come in every end of the month, but you're looking forward to something at the end of the year na pag ito yung na-reach nilang revenue, may parte ka doon. Okay, parte in a sense na may 1% ka, 1% man yan, or ang sarap ng feeling na may contribution ka dun sa nararating ng kumpanya. And most especially kapag ka nadikit pa yon sa career promotion mo, yung career path mo, yung progression mo sa kumpanya yun. Yun. Ma'am, um, kasi minsan parang well-informed na tayo kung paano makipag-negotiate. Pero minsan hindi pa rin natin siya na-apply eh. 
So what do you think po kung ano yung mga common mistakes ng mga women when it comes to negotiation? Ano? Uh, siguro uh, if, if they feel na na yung position na yun, sometimes it still happens. Ha? If they feel na yung position na yun is mas, makaka, uh, mas malakas ang negotiating power nila pag lalaki sila. Uh, tanggalin yung mindset na yun. Ngayon, ewan ko ba, ang feeling ko ngayon, wala na yung women is lesser than men eh. Um, believe me, don't ever think of it that way anymore. Even sa cyber, even sa information technology, sa mga techie jobs, nakalimutan na ng mga lalaki. Believe me, nakalimutan na ng mga lalaki yung, yung idea na it's a man's world. So don't ever think of it that way na rin. Kahit sa ibang uh, career na before it's mentioned to be a male-dominated career, uh, kalimutan na yan. Wala nang ganong, wala nang ganong nangyayari ngayon. Uh, ano ang common mistakes pati nila? I mean, yung parang ano, parang don't, pre- don't present yourself na parang ang hina mo. Always show na ano, <laughs> na iron lady ka. <laughs> Ganon. Kaya mo to. Na you're gonna bring something. And you're gonna add value. And when they, uh, uh, by the way, before you get yung negotiation pagdating sa salary, ipakita, i- during the interview, sabihin nyo yung mga accomplishments nyo. If you can mention them in in in, in terms of uh, revenue or dollar, dikitan nyo ng numbers. Kung hindi man in, in amount, in, in other numbers, mahalaga yun. Eh. Kunwari, I have done, I have done um, five uh, blockchain projects, AI projects, smart, uh, smart uh, city projects, etc. Okay? I have done, uh, I'm handling projects which is worth uh, $10 million uh, a year. Yung mga ganon, tipo. Tapos yung impact nun, pati, dikitan nila ng impact kasi hindi mahalaga ang numbers kung walang impact. Yeah. For example, um, I have a project that is worth $10 million and the impact to the community is that the young generation, especially the, the graduates, ended up as entrepreneur, ended up with startup projects. Some of, one of these, pro, one of these uh, students who graduated has now uh, now has a company which earned 1.5 million in first quarter of yung mga ganon di ba parang naglaglag ka na ng laglag <laughs> ng number ibig sabihin talagang hindi mo lang hindi lang basta effort ang inexert mo doon para magkaroon ka ng ganong outcome para maka-impact ng ganon sa buhay ng estudyante bagong graduate ka first three months nag-generate ang business niya ng 1.5 million ano ka pa Diba? Ano yes, pang so, pwede mong... Diba? Marami ka pang pwedeng gawin more than that. Mm-mm. So yung mga ganun, impress them para pagdating sa negotiation, in, mahihirapan silang tumawad sa gusto mo. Yung ganun. Yes po. And that's very powerful po. Sobrang practical tips to. <laughs> Thank you, ma'am. How about po if parang fresh grad pa lang siya, wala pa siyang ganun placement sa company, ano po yung advice yung na may bigay? Kung fresh graduate, uh, ngayon, 
Okay. Uh, kahapon meron na akong conference. It's about competency-based education. Yung use application of blockchain. What is competency-based education? Ang industries ngayon, ang mga companies ngayon, hindi na tumitingin lang sa transcript. Kung ako magha-hire, hindi enough sa akin na makita ko na A student ka, na 4 ang GPA mo. Gusto kong malaman kung paano mo na-achieve yun. Hindi mahalaga sa akin. For example, nag-re-recruit ako ng mga newcomers, new graduates sa forensics uh, team ko in the security operations center, for example. Hindi lang mahalaga sa akin na mag magaling ka sa forensics. Mahalaga sa akin na marunong kang mag-communicate, marunong kang makipag-deal with your, with your colleagues. Maru There's critical thinking uh, competency. So, i-build nyo yung competencies nyo as new graduates. Kasi ang industry ngayon, fourth industrial revolution na tayo, no? papunta na ang fifth industrial revolution. Hindi na mahalaga ang transcript. Isang, isang ano lang yan, isang papel lang yan na para makapasok ka sa interview. But behind that, please, uh, uh, um, I'm highly encouraging, especially yung mga graduates or some uh, who are still in the university right now, build your competencies. Mahalaga na to sa, uh, eventually, especially with micro-credentials, hindi na i-demand ng companies ang degree. Also, if you know, last year, sa U.S., former President Trump signed an executive order na hindi na kailangan, hindi mo kailangan mag-hire na mag-hire ng mga college graduates hindi na kailangan ng bachelor's degree para ma-hire. So, tingnan na nila yung competencies ng applicants, not just the what's written on a transcript na na-present nila. So, yun. So, we really have to build our competency po talaga, no? Or continuous oh, oh, learning. Oo. Oh, oh. yung, mga, yung mga communication skills, critical thinking, decision-making... Hindi, niyo, hindi yan basta-basta tinuturo, puro practical, puro technical, di ba? Ang tinuturo. But behind what you're learning, yung mga competencies niya, di ba kapag ka, uh, nagtitingin kayo ng application, ng, ng uh, job opening, job description, tapos nakasunod yung required skills and competencies. Yun. Hindi lang yun nakasulat doon for the sake of writing it. Mahalaga sa company yung mga competencies na yun. Ayoko pang ng project. Ayoko may kasama sa sa security security operation center na nahahak ka na nakatahimik pa rin. Abay kailangan mag-usap tayo, darling. 'Di ba? <laughs> yung mga ganong tipo. Okay, ang galing-galing mo nga. Hindi ko naman alam kung anong ginagawa mo. Makipag-usap ka naman or nakikipag-usap nga hindi mo naman maintindihan. So, hindi lang ako after yung yung galing mo sa 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 area nito pero kailangan mo yung ibang other areas that will make you a good team a good uh, uh, succeed as a team yeah. yes po tama po kayo mama Yerin. um ngayon po gusto ko pong i-share na may nabasa po kasi akong article na yung negotiation or yung ability pala natin na makapag-negotiate is connected din siya sa confidence natin like for example if low yung self-esteem mo mas mahirapan ka makipag-negotiate. Mama Irene, what's your take on that po? Oo naman. Totoo yan. Yan yung sinabi natin kanina na kapag ka nakaharap ka, huwag mo ipapakina na para kang tumitiklo. Ganon. 
makikita nung kabilang party yan and they're taking advantage of this para mas ma-overtake kanila. If you show yourself, if you pro- if you project yourself as someone who's confident and you know your value and you know that you are uh, the the the, uh, the the side to the dito, the side to reject is more on you than them diyon yung mas maganda so dapat i-build niyo talaga yung self esteem niyo iba yung self esteem sa arrogance ha so iba yung confident ka iba yung mayabang ka okay so it has to be backed up again it ha- you have to back up what you're saying mm-hmm. And one thing din po kasi sa negotiation is hindi lang ikaw yung magigain pero parang it's kind of collaboration between do, those two teams. So parang win mm-hmm. situation yung sinestrive yung accomplish. Of, of course, you strike the word. It should be a win-win. It's not an abusive uh, uh, abusive negotiation. Again, pag nakita nila na parang maliit ang tingin mo sa sarili mo, imbis na mataas yung i-offer nila sa'yo, which is yun yung budget nila, uumpisahan ka nila sa mas mababa. Pag nakuha ka nila doon, sila ang nanalo. It, then it's not a win-win situation anymore. Kaya again, pag may nagtanong sa akin, sorry. Kaya pag may nagtanong sa akin, what is your expectation? Ang tanong ko, what is your budget? Diba? I mean, uh, pag sinagot kong expectation ko, baka hindi mo maibigay. So I might as well ask kung ano yung budget mo. So we can negotiate from there. Kasi pag sinabi niya, ito yung budget nila, hindi ako maniniwala doon. Kasi sila, binabaan na nila. Alam nila na ako tataasan ko, alam ko na sila, bababaan nila. Therefore, I will work from there. Mag-meet kami somewhere. Yun. And also, sa mga projects din, kunwari, may, uh, nag-tender ka ng project, ito yung budget mo. Pero, hindi mo naman sinabi na gastusin mo lahat yun. Kung makakatipid ka, ng konte better, di ba? Kasi pwede ka may mga change request. Eh. Ito sabi kasi nagpadagdag sila ng ganito, ganyan, Para pasok pa rin ako sa budget ko. So when I put it on tender, and it's not always lowest bidder wins, ha? Again, lowest bidder could give you, uh, you, you pay, you pay uh, peanuts, you get monkeys. So I don't pay low, tapos, ano, palpakan trabaho. So I, I balance that as well. Pero pagdating sa, sa mga Uh, proposal na, titingnan mo yung tipong uh, magne-negotiate ka. Gusto mo yung trabaho nila eh. Nakita mo yung proposal pero mahal sila. So makipag-negotiate ka rin doon. May mga, may mga pwedeng tanggalin mo to ng konte, bawasan mo to ng konte, pero I will still achieve yung quality ng project ko. Then we can, we can work on that. Because when nababaan ko ng konte yung propose uh, yung request nila, pero ma-achieve ko pa rin yung sa akin. Then that is a win-win. Hindi naman nila ibibigay sa akin yun kung maludugi sila eh. Alam mo yung mga vendors, alam mo yung mga suppliers, pag talagang hindi na nila binigay, wala na silang tubo. Mm-hmm. So okay. always so, try to have a win situation. Oo. Tsaka may empleyado din sila, nagbabayad din sila ng, ng, empl- ng employees nila, nagbabayad sila ng trade license nila, ng lahat, di ba? Ng renta. Parang intindihin mo rin naman sila, di ba? Mamayrin, ano po yung parang pinakanahirapan kayong um, negotiation experience nyo? Meron po ba? Mm, ano? Um, 
siguro yung yung huling transfer ko nito hindi naman hindi siya ganun kahirap pero muntik ko nang malus yung opportunity opportunity itong yung huling transfer ko it is lower than the expected my expected salary pero tiningnan ko yung ibang benefits which uh, talagang pigang-pigana iyon na yung max na ibibigay sa akin but hindi siya malayo dun sa salary ko bumaba okay bumaba pero uh, hindi naman ganun kalayo but i looked at the other benefits for me one where do i work before i work in the western region before i have to wake up at 3:50 or 3:45 a.m. I have to leave my house at 4.45 a.m. Kasi ang service namin to the Western region leaves at 5 o'clock in the morning. Ang office namin, and ang daming pick-up point niyan. Ang office namin starts at 7.30. So mga 7.15, nandun na kami sa Western region. Ang end ng office namin is 3.30, but I arrive home at 6.30. So yun na lang ang inisip ko na mawawala sa akin if I will move to this job. Ngayon, anong oras ako gumigising? I can wake up at 6 and I just walk to my office. Wow. <laughs> 15 minutes. So kahit sabihin mong bumaba yung sweldo ko, kumbaga, yun namang, yun namang sarap ng matulog hanggang alas mm-hmm. 6 or 5.30. Yun naman yung kapalit noon. Okay na ako doon. Mm-hmm. Parang binayaran ko yung tulog ko. You know? Yes. Mahirap so, <laughs> Mm-mm. Mahirap siya at una na i-give up mo yung certain amount na yon Pero makaka-adjust eh. Pag naka-adjust ka na rin dun sa salary na natatanggap mo na yon okay na. May trade-offs talaga, yeah. ma'am, no? May Pero parang kung titignan mo, yung trade-offs na yon depende din siya sa priorities mo or kung ano yung value mo. Correct. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Okay. Although, of course, hindi ko naman ako mag-move kung hindi ko rin naman yung bagong trabaho. Di ba ang masama nun, pumayag ka nang bumaba ang sweldo mo, tapos ang kapalit pati nun is sakit ng ulo. Di ba? <laughs> hindi magandang trade-off yon. Di doon ka na lang, hindi ba alam mapuyat ka na, masaya ka naman doon. Kaya <laughs> sa dito, masarap nga tulog mo, yung pala hindi ka patutulugin. <laughs> diba? Ayun. Thank you for sharing that, Ma'am Irene. So, as we go through the end, of our conversation. Uh, I have just a few more questions with you po. We've learned a lot from you. Um, you've shared so much practical tips para po sa mga listeners natin. And I'm sure na um, gusto pa po nilang matuto some more from you. So if they're interested to parang reach out to you po, Ma'am Irene, um, how can they reach you? Okay, I have a link in uh, profile, Irene Corpus. Uh, you can, they can send a message to me there. Yep. And with so much um, accomplishments, ano po yung next for Miss Irene Corpus? Ah, ano pa ang next? Ano, to have a happy retirement. <laughs> <laughs> ma-enjoy, ma-enjoy ang uh, buhay habang bata pa, habang malakas pa. Bata pa naman tayo. Of course, I'm not, but however, I'm not in your level of age, ano, Jonna. Um, pero, I mean, I want to enjoy the remaining, yung retirement age ng talagang ini-enjoy. Hindi yung tipong nasa bahay ka lang. What else is next? Um, uh, meron pa kaming little girl, 12 years old, yung aming youngest. So, to, to fulfill yung dreams niya, it's not about uh, me or us anymore. Ano? Kumbaga parang, ando na yung self-fulfillment 
parang ayoko nang wala na akong hihingiin pa when it comes to my career. I don't even I don't even dream of the becoming a president or CEO, no? Kumbaga ano na, masaya na ako dun sa kung ano yung na-accomplish ko. Uh, hindi ko man inabot yung CEO or president level or title na yun. But I mean, I think with what I have done, with what I have achieved, parang napunta na ako sa gano'n na position. Uh, so what is next is just to enjoy life, do what I, we are doing right now, um, still prepare for the remaining 80 years pa ng aming little girl until she graduates and support them, our kids, sa kanilang mga ano, uh, career endeavor ng dalawang boys at saka itong little girl namin in her path, uh, whatever she plans to take as a path. Thank you for sharing that, ma'am. <laughs> Nag-look forward din po kami para sa na magkaroon po kayo ng happy retirement. So, yes. <laughs> so for my last question, ma'am, ano po yung parang message nyo para sa mga listeners natin? My message to the, your listeners, uh, to, to your followers, when it comes to negotiation, let, let us not treat ourselves uh, low as compared to the others. We are all humans. Uh, it, may difficult, it may be difficult to say that, but start trying, start doing it. Keep on um, uh, putting it into your system hanggang sa ma-feel nyo na yun talaga kayo, yun talaga yung worth nyo, yun talaga yung value nyo. Because when it comes to negotiation, it's not only financial, it's also for your peace of mind, for your health, for your, um, for your personal satisfaction on what you are doing. Hindi porque, hindi, ang negotiation is not only to achieve it financially. It's also to achieve what you believe will make you have a peace of mind and a healthy living and a balanced life. But also, of course, without making the others think that you are less less than them. Yun yung pinaka, ano, yun yung pinaka, siguro, pinanindigan ko na ayokong maramdaman and isipin ng ibang tao na ang pakiramdam ko is mas magaling sila kesa sa akin. Pwedeng oo, pero hindi ko pinaparamdam yun. Again, it's not about arrogance. It's about self-confidence. Okay? Thank you so much, Ma'am Irene. Sobrang daming value bombs na nakuha namin for, from this episode. And wow! <laughs> Sobrang na-amaze lang po talaga ako. Ang dami ko natutunan from you today. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing your time with us, Ma'am. Thank you, Ren, for the invitation. And uh, I hope... Marami pang maging followers and marami followers, marami pang episode na susunod and I know your um, your show and your podcast brings a lot of real life experiences and learning na madaming matututo sa show mo. Okay? So good luck din sa iyo, Jonna, and more power sa iyong mga podcasts. Thank you po. Thank you. And that is Irene Corpus sharing her story and tips on how to negotiate at work. Through our discussion, I've learned that knowing and believing in your value is very important in negotiation. Kasi as Miss Irene said, negotiation is not just about money, but it also involves your health, peace of mind, and personal satisfaction. So it's really vital to maintain that confidence when negotiating. Aside from confidence, I think that it's also important 
that we use our empathy during negotiations. Kasi empathy helps us understand the needs of the other side. It doesn't mean na kailangan mo mag-agree sa point nila, pero we can use it to find a middle ground to come up with a win-win solution. This episode is really special for me kasi nagsastruggle din ako when it comes to negotiation. But the good thing is, just like any other skill, it can be developed through learning and practice. So I hope madami din kayo natutunan and if you have any questions, please feel free to reach us. Let's figure things out together. And that's it for today's episode. Please subscribe to our channel and follow us on Facebook for more updates. Thank you so much for tuning in and remember, now it's your time to take the lead.